Welcome back, podcast world, to Turn of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie, and we this is part two of our Halloween episode, so we're just going to get on into it. So here you go. That was another costume that I was somewhat ahead of the curve of. I wanted to be, the first year it came out, I wanted to be the Scream guy, and the only place you could find those masks was at the stag shop. So me and my dad had to go into the stag shop to buy. How old I was were like, you? Well, what, it was 98, so I had to have been like 13? to go and get the only place that had the well, yeah mask. I would have been like 15 the only place to, and of course the, so the stag shop is like an adult store that you have to be over 18 to go into they usually sell like only you know sex those toys. things sex toys or lingerie and, and stuff. stuff back then they had Halloween costumes of some sorts because it was also yeah. an adult store so you know kids aren't yeah. gonna probably want to be ghost face it's in rated r movie at the time too but of course being yeah. non-supervised so you parents did get that your I have ghost face though I did get my ghost did you get face it now. I remember one year I was, it wasn't too long ago. This was probably like between 05 and 2010, maybe, maybe around 2010. I stayed home from, for, I stayed home because Aaron was home giving candy out or something. And I decided to dress up. I, I put on my dad's like rain pants, overall things with yeah. like his trench coat, gloves, and I had ghost face masks. And yeah. I was wearing my dad's boots. So my boots looked like, like they were like size fucking like 10 or 11. So like, yeah, they didn't look on me. Right. Yeah. And I sat slumped in a lawn chair on the porch. Nice. Three hours. I but always loved a while. Ones. Every once in a while, like if they had really little kids, I, I wouldn't move. I would just be a dead, whatever. Cause I yeah. was not about to terrify kids under five. Yeah. Over five. Absolutely. <laughs> so like the one, there was one where a grown up came like, and he had his like maybe 10 year old kid with him. He came up like this fucking close to my face, like an inch from my face. And I'm like sitting there just waiting for it. And he goes, no, it's fake. And he goes like this. And I go, back up. And he, <laughs> he backs up. Thank God he, he had a like- good sense of humor because he tripped and he fell. And he, if he had landed on the cement, he would have smoked his head, but he landed on the grass. Oh, poor guy. And he also kid like, screamed and oh my God, it was so funny. Not a lot. It's a good thing his reaction wasn't like punch you in the face or something either. Like, whoo. Yep. Oh that, that is very true. I was very lucky to not think of that till just now. Right? Thanks for that. But yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. It didn't happen. So you're fine. But like, I know there's some people that that's a reaction is to like, but oh whoa. man, that was fun. Scaring the parents was awesome. Yeah. Those were always like some of my favorite houses to go to when we went trick or treating was like those houses that had like a scare thing or something to them. Cause it was like, you go to something on the thing and you're like, it's not real. It's gotta be like, it's not, yeah. it's not. No. Oh yeah. And I yeah. love, cause they, they do breathe, like, they just breathe on you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, eh. Oh my God, it's breathing. Right. Do you remember? Oh, do you remember? Do I miss is. The haunted houses that we would throw at like school, yeah, um, or for like girl guides and stuff. Yeah, to raise like, money we and stuff. Feel grapes and put your hands in like brains that they made out of spaghetti and like shit like that. Like or scare. My okay, my parents once told me about a haunted house that was in the Sega Beach. Okay, so it was in the part that burned down. Yep, like the general old general motel or something we used to throw it. And this haunted house, you had to be eighteen and over because there were no rules. You could be touched. You could be pushed. You could like there were no fucking rules to what they would do to scare you. And every 10 feet, there was a chicken shit door and they were used more often than you would think. My dad made it through a whole way one time. 
and my mom chicken shitted out at like the fourth door. They have one of those in, um, it's the, I think it's the Screamers in Niagara Falls where it's the same thing. They have like a few chicken doors along the way. Like I really want to go to one of those haunted houses sometime where they do yeah. like the picture or they get a picture of your reaction. And the stuff. Like have you the Halloween have, haunt at Wonderland? Like we did that fun. one time. Yeah, we did that a couple times. Yeah, I've done that a couple um, times. Have you heard I think that? The last time I was there was right when me and Aaron started dating. We went yeah. with uh, Jay. Have you, did you hear about that? Um, I think that was nine years ago, like next weekend. Right. It was that McCanny Manor or something like this or McCamey Manor. So it's this guy who owns this place and it's a tourist attraction. It's apparently supposed to be in an extreme haunted house and it's supposed to be like a real life masochist kingdom. So you set, you, you sit down and you basically have to fill out like a legal document. Like a waiver. Say, we're not talking waiver. We're talking like basically you're signing your life away. Oh shit. Because this guy does, and I don't know if they actually do it. He says he just simulates these things, but it's like they'll peel your nails off. They'll throw, like it's like it's a you're p- paying him to essentially torture you to almost death, is what some people have said. Because it's so extreme. Sounds like severe S and M, like a fetish type kind of thing. Maybe that does people, not sound like something I would be interested. It's because these people are so like horror feeds and they want to experience this like thing. And it's like mm, people no. get off on pain. It's true, but yeah, it's, yeah, no, this isn't even pain. This is like literally extreme torture like they'll wrap up your head throw you in a river or something stupid like make you run through like watch these I, videos of this place like just what they've the news segments they've done because obviously they they you know they don't make it as scary for the news but look them up it's it's ridiculous um yeah like it sounds like real life saw yeah, essentially and, yeah and saw basically embodies everything i'm terrified of so no right no thank you i dress i totally dress my dog up for halloween every year not gonna lie. I He's think been... I, I want to this year, but I've never, she's never worn anything. So I don't know how she's going to handle it. Normally when I put something on her, she just stands still perfectly still. Nope. Riley's good. He's been a Yoda. He's been um, Superman. He has been a lion. He has been Morty because Kevin went as Rick. So they went as Rick and Morty together. Cute. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was adorable. I have that one. And then I think I've just reused a couple of the other costumes a couple of years. So I think this year I'm going to take the Yoda costume and make him the child or baby Yoda. Really just cute. repurpose it. It's the same you know, thing. Like I, I really want to get a costume for Ripley. Yeah. I think, like, I think she would wear it, but I think she'd have the same reaction as everything else. I think she would just sit still and not move. Because most of and the time, maybe can... after a while, she'd get comfortable in it and move, or she'd try to get it off. But the easiest ones is when they've got like the velcros here and here, because it just it doesn't feel like too much on them. And as long as they don't have anything floppy, like he had a a lion costume which had like all this extra flopping mm-hmm. stuff, and he was like, "Oh, I don't like this." But if it's just kind of like a you know a t shirt or a flat fabric, they're usually pretty good. They'll get used. Yeah, to it I fast. was actually I was gonna try to see, like put a t shirt on her today to see how she would react to it. Right? Mm-hmm. Zeus doesn't mind them. We'll see. We'll right. See. Make one of the punk rock or something. Uh, uh, what other so, teen movies so, did we have? Our teen slasher movies. Okay, well, we, oh, we had like the, the Jasons and the, um, oh, I remember like, and, like Friday the 13th, Friday oh, the 13th, four? and, um, I remember 2004. Is, this is Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> we had, it was the, I think it was actually the day of the, the infamous power outage, Freddy versus Jason. I think we had free tickets to go see it that night. Cause there was a special pre-showing or something like that. And I think we had tickets to go see it. Pa- it was like 2000. I think that was 03 or 04, was it? Oh, I thought it was, yeah. Cause well, it was- I'm looking it up right okay. now. Don't you worry. But I remember, I, I remember there was some reason we had tickets to see Freddie versus Jason and we had to reschedule. Yeah, 03, 2003. Okay, so, so that was it. We had tickets that night to go see Freddie versus Jason. And because it was the power outage, 
nothing was up and running. So we had to go, we had to use our free passes for another day. I, I remember that. Love this fucking movie. Freddy versus Jason Freddy was versus pretty Jason good. Yeah. was fantastic. Partially because I, <laughs> so creative. Right. The scene where he kills the dude by folding him in half in the bed. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then having his, his abused girlfriend coming out of the shower and slipping in his own blood. Karma. I just for love him. I just like, love the he's like such a dick to her. <laughs> like, I love just the scene between Freddie and Jason because Freddie's all like, "Oh, you can't hurt me. You're fine." And Jason's like, "Bring it on, dude! Like, I, look at me. I fucking it's just I love the dynamic with the two because it's just it's so funny." Originally, the only reason I actually watched this movie was because Christopher Marquette is in it, and he's been at the top of my to do list, celebrity to do list, since I can fucking remember. Since the like Joan of Arcadia, door? since like Joan of Arcadia and the, and the girl, girl next, next door. door. Yeah. Like he's Christopher Marquette. If you're listening, mm, yep, I'll be trapped in an elevator with you any fucking day. But you can find us at Turn of the Millennials Podcast at Gmail, and I'm sure my husband will be absolutely fine with my wall pass. <laughs> Loved you in Infestation, fantastic, and Graduation, great fucking movie. Yeah, no, like because I, I watched it because he was in it. And yep. I fuck, I loved him in it. I like he just and so good. And Kelly Rowland, Jason like, Ritter, uh, in an early Ritter, movie, yeah, yeah, um. And uh, who is his redheaded friend who's in like a ton of stuff? I just can never remember his name. I have to watch it again because it's been he a while. Was awesome in it because like he was usually like the stereotypical kind of douchey kid in TV shows, like yeah, you know, character actor in a lot of stuff, like doing the same kind of roles. And then to see him in this role and the emotional performance he gives is amazing. It's fantastic. Monica Keene. And I love that they and I love that that he's the link to the movie from the original movies because of his brothers, the one that died in the in the bathtub. And oh. I love that they got him back for Freddy versus Jason. They got him back to do scenes and things like that of like their past or whatever, which I thought was really, really, really great. Exactly. Um, and then oh, Kelly Rowland, where she's all like, um she goes, she's like, ooh, you got some butter knives on your fingers, like. Or Jason has this machete, like I was supposed to be scared of a bunch of butter knives, and then Freddie's just like, turn around, and, and he's right. Around, he's like, right there. <laughs> I know that was so good. Yeah, that was that was uh, as much as everyone was kind of like, not going to be good. So it, oh, it turned out to be pretty funny. The best one, the best one, has to be the sexual predator at the party at the beginning of the movie, where she is drunk, passed out, and he's about to fucking take advantage of her, and he shing and gets flung across the cornfield. That's because even though Jason is a killer, he still needs you to expect respect women. Mm -hmm. He'll still teach you that. Uh huh. Because you got to remember, he was a mama's boy. He was a mama's boy. But he will kill women just as bad as killing men. Oh yeah, he doesn't hate that way. He's He's equal equal that that way. way. But you don't treat women badly, or he's gonna let you know. You are gonna go flying across a cornfield with a hole in your torso, right? (laughs) Filled with glow sticks, like it was like a rainbow of light shooting through the night sky right and then where he throws the flaming machete through the football player and it comes through his chest like all fiery and then it's blood oh great fucking movie <laughs> but of course in like every horror movie they always have to have a great great Buckets intro and, and a great intro like case in point scream where they kill off the biggest name drew barrymore <laughs> Right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Exactly. That's what I mean. Because your opening scene, whenever you're, especially like whenever it's a horror movie, you've got to establish who your killer usually is. You've got to have some kind of big opening scene before your credits, which usually, you know, some kind of good slasher. A good kill is usually what we like. 
right before the credits roll. Or if you can make it into the credit roll, like, you know, he stabs a knife in and then the name comes apart or something, that's even better. For Freddy versus Jason, they use 300 gallons of fake blood. That's almost a whole um, drum. Do you know what movie we have yet to mention for Halloween? Carrie. Carrie was this is iconic true. growing up as a Halloween movie for me. I don't know yeah. about anybody else, but for me, I grew up watching Carrie every Halloween. Poison Ivy. Carrie oh, no. 2 got, got, is so underrated. Oh, yes, The Rage. Yes, I remember that. That Carrie one came out in the, the 90s. Carrie 2 The Rage was yeah, I remember so that one. underrated. It was fantastic. I'm going to see how much blood is used in that one. A thousand gallons of fake blood was used in Carrie. 500 well, just to test the blood dump. Huh. But I don't know if that was for the original or for the remake. That was probably was the original. Fantastic. Probably the have original. Have you seen the remake? The I have. Movie? It's been a long, long time. I have to go back and watch it. I but I did remember watch watching that. it. I think I might watch it when I'm done with this. I've been wanting right. to watch it again. I love Chloe Grace Merritt. That was a great, great remake. I was really worried about it, though, because I was just like, oh. Oh, no, no, no. It. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you're talking about the different one. Because you said Chloe Grace Moretz and she wasn't in the second Carrie. No, I'm talking about the new one. Like the oh, remake that, that came because, out like at the end of uh, like that 2018 or something. No, because out. there was also in like the 90s, there was the Rage Carrie 2. And it was yeah, a I, No, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, okay. I said that's the one that was underrated. Oh, okay, okay. I got confused. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait, what? Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Carrie 2 The Rage was severely underrated. It was and then there's another one with what's And then there face? was a remake with Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, okay. I don't um, think I've seen that one then. I haven't seen that one. Because like, Remember like the, the scene where, so the original Carrie was 76 and then the remake that I'm talking about was 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. one. Yeah. So, well, you remember how they made fun of her for her period thing in the original, right? Yeah. So like in the remake, it's, it's modernized. So what the bully girls do is like they throw tampons at her, telling her to plug it up, plug it up while videotaping it live on her Facebook or something like that. Like she videotapes it and posts it on online. Yeah. Like that's how the whole thing fucking starts. Wow. And it catches you right from the beginning. And it's, uh, I really recommend anybody seeing it. It's a really great remake. I loved it. Right. And I don't understand why other girls and make so fun of other nods. girls for shit like that. Like, yeah. you're going to get it too. You're going to have yeah. your own little accident and we're going to go and fucking make fun of you for it too. Like, we all and, go through it at high school girls. Stop and hating love, on each other. I love that Carrie is iconized in media across the board. Like, it has been yeah. parodied in almost everything. every form. I know for almost sure Family Guy's done it. Yep. everything like it was parodied in in gbf my gay best friend have you seen that one that was a great fucking no. movie too that's a really great coming of age teen movie and but instead of blood they dump like glitter and sparkles well and even in uh, never been kissed it's the same kind of idea they do the the alpo to her in the newest um in the fear street movie in part two yeah. instead of blood though they use bugs like they it's even a, say in the movie that it's based off the carrie book because the movie hadn't been made yet yeah it's a story as old as time carrie just awesome. yeah Stephen King is also a very oh, yeah. hor horror-driven art. Like, I'm about our to author. start. I'm about to start his The Outsider. Oh, and for Stephen King fans out there right now, there is, actually is a podcast based on a Stephen King novella called Strawberry Springs that I'm actually it's in the middle of listening to, and it's fucking awesome. Hmm. It's very. It, I think I just listened to the last episode of the first season, and it left on such a cliffhanger. I'm like, what? <laughs> Same with Bridgewater. That one too. Very Halloween-y type podcast. I've been doing hey, all that's the That's your fault. You fucking turned me on to podcasts. That's your fault. 
I think you go like die hard crazy. Come on now. <laughs> I'm following and listening to 28 different podcasts right now. Oh, I have a whole shit ton, but I can't listen to all of them. So a lot of the ones I've been listening to is actually just our fellow independent podcasters. I've gotten away from a lot. I, there's a few celebrity ones I'll still listen to that I really, really enjoyed before getting into my own podcasting that I still listen to. But a lot of them, it's now like, but my independent people. So, you know, because there's a lot of time to listen to yeah. all the podcasts and all the things and and try I'm, to research for ours and watch all the things yeah. and stuff. It's, it's a lot of intake. Yeah. I, well, of course, but I, I'm also, I'm allowed to listen to my podcast like all day at work. So that's yeah. how I get through them, right? That's like, how I started yeah. listening to podcasts was because I was getting sick of like listening to music all day at work. So I was like, I need something else. And then podcast was the next thing in Spotify I could listen to. Halloween. Right. I feel like this was, so what we're at like 10 you know I find hilarious? Can I, can, can we, can I just bring this up? Because it comes up every year and I find it fucking hilarious when it, when it does. Okay. The, the, the posts and the warnings about check your kid's candy for marijuana. For edibles? Bitch, like I'm going to give you your kid, my fucking expensive edibles, like in your damn dreams. Like you're hoping your kid's going to bring home edibles for you. Yeah. Like, come on, not happening. And in Canada. Stop. Unless you're getting it from the native reserves, uh, the stuff that comes from like the OCS and stuff has to have certain specific labeling specifications. Like when did so they if start you're... worrying about razor blades? Or the needles? In apples. Or needles? Oh wait, we're not, allowed to, we're not allowed to give out apples anymore. Everything has to be wrapped. Nothing can be prepackaged or nothing can be like ziplocked or whatever. They have to be store-bought and whatever. Although someone in the neighborhood was talking about how they wanted to hire a hot dog vendor to give out for Halloween. I was like, can we do that in COVID times? I'm not sure, but whatever. I imagine so. It's one person, one hot dog cart. And he's a licensed as long as vendor. You guys, like, and if you social distance in line, like I don't really see why that wouldn't be an issue. I don't know. I just, I, just, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, huh. But that's cool. Can I come and get a hot dog, please? <laughs> yeah, man. Street meat's the fucking best. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're giving it out for free to the kids, why can't I get some for free, yo? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I always go to the houses that have um, the big chocolate bars. This year, we well, we yeah. did it last year. I think we gave out the Aberfoyle Halloween water bottles. So they were like little stubby bottles and they had like Halloween labels on them. This year we are doing leftover from our crush one because we don't get a lot of kids in our area. Um, <laughs> so this year we're doing, Sorry. we have leftovers from, that's okay. We have leftovers from our crush pack. So we're going to give out uh, some of our cans of crush to the kids because we don't cans. get many kids. I hated getting pop cans because- if I wasn't, if I was only going like around the block, if I wasn't going that far or out that long, like, okay, a couple pop cans, not a big deal. But when I was a kid and I was allowed to go out on my own, we were out for three, four hours. Oh, we'd we be up for like, we'd be up for like an hour and a half. Dark. Yeah. And we'd come home, we'd unload and then go back out. That's what we would yeah. do is we would try to come, we would try to make our yeah. way hot, trick, trick, trick or treat kind of back to your house to do an unload, to go yep. back out for the second round because you needed more. Yep. And we'd was, always, we'd always try to hit up like the richest areas because they would normally be the ones giving out like the full size chocolate bars. Oh, and the other side the of Weber? Decorations. Or Northfield, sorry. <clears throat> Rich kids over there. Like that was the best. I remember we went over to that area. You and me went over to that area one year. And... Oh, like around Lakeshore? Not Lakeshore, North, North, Lake. Lake. Sorry, North Lake. Yeah, North, North Lake. Lake. Um, that area is like, if you go to the far side, that's yeah. like the bigger houses of like Lakeshore. And yeah, they had some pretty nice stuff mm-hmm. over there. And then you would come home, dump your can- Halloween candy and watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Or whatever, a teenager anyway. whatever Halloween specials were on or whatever. Like, cause yeah. all, the, you know all the stations would play Halloween movies or Halloween specials all Halloween nights. You know what I all absolutely love is that, that Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus got so popular, so loved that even 20 years ago, the Disney Channel, Family Channel, 
had its own Hocus Pocus schedule. It would release a Hocus, like it would release a Halloween movie schedule, but it would also release a Hocus Pocus schedule specifically. (laughs) Just for when Hocus Pocus (laughs) was on. I loved that. I thought it was awesome. And I've already watched Hocus Pocus twice this month. Like the 11th. I think we watched it once and then we were watching some other stuff about Hocus Pocus the other day. And then last year during COVID, they did the, Bette Midler brought them all together because she has a charity that she raises money for. I have not seen that. I never well I found out about it earlier hand so I actually bought the tickets in time and so I watched mm-hmm. it when it was on on Halloween and everything and it was it was it was cheesy because obviously they can only do so much within the COVID times and things like that but it was still just like oh my god this is so awesome and then obviously <laughs> after that they decided that they wanted to do these characters again clearly so now we have Hocus Pocus 2 being released I think in what 2022 I think there's I believe so I'm super fucking excited I can't wait I really okay I really hope that Thora Birch does make a cameo in it because I've heard that she's supposed to as a teacher at the school and what that's what her brother and her brother Max um yeah I'm hoping Max also makes an appearance but what I'm really 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 hoping for is that they address the roof that was blown up at the end of the first one. How did Danny and Max explain that one to their parents? That's what I'm really hoping. Like, even if it's just like a passing comment where like they're talking about something and remember her that, mom, her remember mom that goes like, oh yeah, like the time the you blew up the top of the house. Like, right, yeah. Like just Throwing a passing comment, something, address it, address it somehow. Right. That's what I want to know. I want to know what their reaction was. Like, how the fuck did they explain that? Because they don't exactly have proof of the witches. Like, they blew them to dust. But the witches were at, the place that put the under the spell so they might possibly because remember they were dancing all night like all night long and they're yeah, like but generally ju-. in like i'm not going literal here or whatever but like in folklore in theory when a spell wears off the person it was cast on has no memory of it they have memory of what happened but they have no memory of it being a spell or being unusual but, so they would still whatever. remember the three witches because they saw them on stage but they might not believe the kids that but they, they may not believe witches. that they were real they might think that it was just a costume a costume that was just actors yeah. or whatever or um mirror magic or what smoke and mirrors i don't know i just whatever like like, I love that they're coming out with a lot of our old stuff again, but at the same time, stop rehashing every single thing from the 90s. Stop destroying our childhood. Like, I understand you love it. You want to rehash it. But it's at the same time, if okay. you want to do something similar, re-air, like, do it a different way. I under, Like, case in point, said that 70s show, just announced they're doing that 90s show. We already stupid. tried that Fucking 80s stupid. show when that 70s show came and out, bombed. and it didn't fly. I know it's different yep. characters, different family. But if you wanted to do a 90s, that 90s show, do something new. Don't go off of the old one and call it that 90s show and hope for nostalgia. Just create a new 90s show that's about the 90s in the same comedic vein that yeah, that 70s show did. we all know that Eric and Donna were not endgame. Right? That's how it ended. They were not supposed like, to be together and somehow no they're going to put them together. It was not Boy no Meets World. No, no, no. There's no, no way Donna, there's no way Donna would have forgiven Eric for what he did. He fucked off to Air Africa and like broke off their engagement, canceled their wedding, like fucking left her so broke hearted. I do not see Donna ever forgiving him for that, let alone having a child with him. Unless it was like, you know, a nostalgic one night stand that, oops, she got pregnant. But like, I'm sure they'll address it subtly on the show, but. He came back for the last episode and they kind of like- I don't remember that. Yeah, they do come, he comes back I don't even think I've watched the last episode. It's the last few minutes of the episode. He comes back and he sees Donna, like they're outside and they have a talk or whatever, but it's still, it wasn't still, like it wasn't a resolved, like we're going to get back together or anything. It was just like, 
well this is kind of what happened kind of like know, how is- how the charmed reboot failed I didn't like, see the Charmed reboot. I never watched it, but like I heard it was a total flop, only lasted maybe one season or half a season or something like that. And then explain to me why the fuck did they bring back Gossip Girl? It hasn't been off the air that long. Granted, I love Stephanie Savage, like, because she was a writer and one of the co creators for um, the OC, but yeah. why? Too early, I think. Yeah. It's a little why? too early. I don't know. I think that one I agree is a little too early. I don't. I'm just, why? Like, so stupid. But you can always watch Charmed for Halloween because it's about the witches. I only have the first season. I haven't Unless gotten back and watched somewhere, but I don't have it. <laughs> I haven't gotten back and watched that one. Yeah. I should. I've been wanting to. There's a petition floating around online about wanting to do like the remake Charmed, bring back the original cast forever. I'm like, there's no way this is going to fucking happen because there's too many feuds. Rose McGowan and Alyssa Milano fucking hate each other. And like, Shannon Doherty is. Shannon Doherty's like her character's dead. Yeah. But they are witches. Like she could you come back to something back. else. Yeah. But. Like, and I don't see Shannon Doherty wanting to hash that door again. And, you know, but, Penny was on Big Bang Theory. So does she really need to go back to that? I don't, like, I, they wouldn't have brought her back. I know. She was it only just been like the season, original four. But it was just funny. But I don't know. Like, I would love to see a reboot. Like, I would love to see a reboot between, um, like, Rose, Alyssa, and Marie. Yeah. And um, Holly Leo. Combs. Yeah, Holly Marie Combs and, and whoever, uh, what's his name? Brian. Um, yeah. Brian Coons or something like that for Leo. Um, I would love to see them back in a reunion with their kids and like all of that and fighting the the evil three or whatever it is again. And um, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Really sad, but which another reboot that got one was also the Adams Family. They did it in the uh, cartoon, you know, the three D cartoon era. It wasn't too bad. The second one is supposed to come out this year, but we watched it. It wasn't the worst, but it was you know it's it's still not the original Adams Family. It's more kidified, I think. Yeah, like other than the cartoon version of Beetlejuice. I'm really not a fan of of major motion turn cartoons. Not a fan. I it's just not the same for me. I don't get the same cartoon turned real life out of it. Yeah. What about cartoon to real life? That I can get on board. Like I watched um Casper I was watched, a cartoon and comic and they brought it to the life Casper, the 90s for us. But like, I never really watched the cartoon. I never no. really watched the cartoon as a kid. If we're going in that aspect, it'd be like the Disney ones, like Beauty and the Beast. I watched the real live version of Beauty and the Beast, and I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. I liked it. I'd watch it again. I still have yet to check out like The Lion King and Mulan. And uh, I saw Aladdin. Aladdin but oh, I saw Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. I haven't watched it yet. I've seen uh, both of the Alice in Wonderlands. Yeah, so I'm not against it. I liked Alice in Wonderland. I like that yeah. one. Like some of them are good, but it's like. What is the difference between a raven and a writing desk? A what? What is the difference between a raven and a writing desk? I do not know. That's that's the that's the question that he asked. Oh. And it's never answered. So if anybody out there knows, hit me Which, up. Which again, I believe those are also Johnny Depp movies. Yep. Yep, they are. Again, Woo, that, team Johnny. Woo. That, that man is everywhere in the Halloween spectrum or in the creepy. He was spectrum. everywhere in the nineties and two thousands. Like, let's just face it. Meaning, oh, and also his very first introduction to movies was Friday the thirteenth. Nope. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, sorry, wrong one. one. Yeah, Freddy. Yeah. Freddy, the first Freddy. Sorry. He is the one that got sucked into the waterbed and yeah. it went with And I think, I think in the credits it says like introducing, introducing Johnny Depp. Introducing Johnny Depp. He's yeah. the very last credit in the opening credits. Yeah. And it says introducing, introducing Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp. And he's got the fucking hair and <laughs> yeah. Oh, Johnny that Depp. One's a, I lo- like, I find those movies like the, the Jason and Freddy. I love how they're Jason and Freddy movies, like not Friday the 13th and Nightmare of Elm Street. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're known as the freddie and jason movies 
Freddie. What did, what did you think of Jason 10? Of Jason X? <laughs> it doesn't even exist. It's Your so face. stupid. I it was loved so it. dumb. I loved it because it was so corny. Like, and why is he in space? What the hell? Come on. My thing is, um, dude loses an arm and then it grows back in like 10 minutes with their like technology, their right. nano technology. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't remember why, why he was in space to begin with. I, I try to try not to remember. You try to block that out. Right. It was just so bad. Just so bad. It is a horrible movie. Oh, Jesus. All right. What other movies you got? We've got, well, there's, let's see. We've got the Ernest Scared Stupid, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer movie and yeah. TV shows. We have um, the Chucky Child's Plays as well. Cause we no, also had the Bride you. of Chucky in the late nineties when Jennifer no Tilly was. The, thank you. Do you, like creepy, it. do you not like creepy dolls? Annabelle it's not like I I don't necessarily have an aversion of dolls or clowns but because I, I saw the original it when I was seven and no thanks sorry dad not a good call Seth Green um, was in it though pardon Seth Green was in it though that it goes to show that I've never seen it again because I forgot or didn't know that <laughs> so y'all had a crush on him or something so that's how I think why I 31 years that. ago I haven't seen him in maybe yet I haven't watched the new ones. I don't I haven't really watched care the to. new ones, no. Um, although I have seen how what Tim Curry looks like now and that makes me sad. Yeah. Well he's, he's, he's just old, he's you know. Well, because he's a staple in our childhood. He was in everything from Home the Alone Rocky Horror Picture Show to Home Alone 2. Yeah. Like he was in everything. Yes. And Tim Curry, love you. Yeah. There was also a very big uptick in like witchies in the 90s. The craft. Practical magic. I still haven't seen that either. The the craft legacy. I haven't watched I, I haven't either, the new one. And which again, another one that they had to remake. And they literally redo the scene where it gets off the bus. Oh, careful. Mm-hmm. There's some weirdos out there. We are the weirdos. And I was like, are you motherfucking kidding me? If you're going to at least do it, like change the goddamn script. <laughs> don't do the exact same movie. Word I'd have, for to, word or I'd have to watch it, but. I, don't know. I haven't seen it. I definitely just... tried. We definitely tried uh, Light of the Feathers to the board, though. Oh, always. And then there was always. also the Blair Witch Project. But that was like, that was also kind of like, I think the first reality weird camera stuff thing. Yeah, too. to the point where people really didn't know that it was, it was a, a scripted fake movie. movie. Yeah. And where the, the female, the girl star of that movie, her mom got condolence letters and flowers and everything sent to her house because they thought this actually happened to her daughter. She's like, no, like my daughter's fine. That was a big, huge thing movie. when this it came out. Strict. Yeah, <laughs> no one really because it was so like real, like in reality that they all thought that these people were dead. And yeah, it was. I crazy. do not like the handheld way of filming. No, I'm not a fan of that. Technique. Too too nausea inducing. It's so nauseating. It really is. Like it was a really good concept. I did watch the movie. Um, yeah. but it was. It's just it, yeah. It's so. Uh, it makes you kind of like motion sickness a little bit. Yeah. But the craft at the time was like such a great movie. It was because also I found that like the nineties, because we had like Spice Girls, there was the rise of the witchcraft. Like it was the nineties was girl prime, power, girl power, girl empowerment, girl independence, which is why I feel a lot of the millennial kids and say Gen X women, you know, gone on to do high powered careers or have gone like they really just fought to get themselves because the, we had such a rise. And like you had the Charlie's Angels that came out, you got the Destiny's Child with the like there was a lot of girls. I think it also. I think it also goes in correlation with a lot of us like choosing to be child free as well. 
I think yeah. they're, that's what they're saying is that people choosing to be child-free is on the rise. And I can see why with how expensive things are and the way the world is, but just in general, I think that you owe that to a lot of these power like yeah you empowering movies from the 90s and 2000s like especially watching the craft like there's a part where she's trying to get raped by her boyfriend and you know or, or nice no, she's trying he's or trying he's, to rape he's her forcing himself on her because he's under her spell so he doesn't and i'm not blaming her no, no 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 yeah she put this spell to be in love with yeah. him and he's so in love that he tries to rape her and she like doesn't realize the repercussions yeah. you've got Four main, doesn't take it very well. Like the movie centers around four girls throughout the whole thing and all the things that they go through. You've got uh, Nev Campbell, who's got confidence issues because she's had these burn scars forever, which most girls deal with confidence issues. Yep. You've got There's Ra- Rachel, uh, who's, who's dealing a, with the racism. She's a person of color, so she's dealing yep. with racism. And then uh, Christine Taylor from, is from a Christine Taylor, which is the girl who played that her. Role. She played that role wonderfully. So well. I so totally believe she was a bitch. Oh yeah, so she was bullying and stuff like that because she's a rich white girl. So you know, why would a black girl be in their school and she treats her that way? Like she's. She even calls her like she calls um, her. A, 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 I I hate this word. I'm not. It's not the actual hard work, but like she call she does call her a negro like right to her face. Yeah. And the very first time I ever watched The Craft is '94, so I was like 11 or 12 when this came out. I was watching it with my sister, and when she said that, me and both of my sisters just went <gasps> like, yeah. "Holy!" fuck what yeah. is the matter with you yeah like, what is this that, girl? like why do you say that but that is a point of this story that is like not the point of the story but like it goes in to show what what she does for her revenges or like yeah and, and why she goes the route she does it, it like dealing with the bullying and things like that not only just plain bullying but na- but racism as well so what and they it, try to do is instead yeah. of you know, they try to get kind of like revenge, like most kids kind of sort of want to do and not in a, they, yeah. don't, they do it obviously in a witchy, more passive way than some, unfortunately we have to deal with in the States with, yeah. you know, people just, and especially in, in Yeah, in like they make her, terrible. they make uh, her hair fall out. I believe yeah. her name is Bonnie. Bonnie, the yeah. They make her hair fall out. They make what's his fall so in love with people. Like they do all these, yeah. they, the, the people Nev they gets don't rid like. Of her scars. Nev Campbell, yeah. like her character gets rid of her scars. She heals her scars somehow, yeah. like through her witchcraft. And then what's her face? Fruza Belk. What does Fruza Belk? Uh, hers is just she, more powerful. Hers, she just wants power. No, she she wants because she was a poor financial girl. freedom, financial freedom for her and her mother. So but she her also stepfather, wants, her stepfather has a heart attack. That she induces an inheritance. I think she well, induces she, it though. They kind of allude that I don't like, think she does it on purpose. It's because he's harassing her. So her powers get the better of her yeah. and, and she starts making the electricity flick and everything. And that shocks him and it causes him to have a heart attack. And then in turn, they get $275,000 from the life insurance policy that he has, that they are the sole benefits of. So in, in turn, her prayer, her wish comes true, but it takes a life in order to get it. So that is the price. That's the kind of price that you have to pay for magic. But then that also, is Manon's, that is Manon's price. Well, that's the thing. Like giving she takes her that in, power. But she says he, after she takes him in, like, oh my God, this power. And I think also she yeah. wanted that power and it takes over her as well, too. Yes. But because she abused her power, Manon took it away from her yes. and get, gives it to Sarah. Yeah. Because Sarah is more worthy of it. She is a born witch. Her mother had powers, whereas in the other three are learned witches. She's a good witch. Sarah's a. a I love at the end of the movie where um, they come to apologize. They come to apologize and ask if they she still has her powers. And then when she kind of sides them off or whatever, because why should she be nice to them? They like. Why do you need to know if I still have my powers? That's not up to you. 
they turned the snarky route and like roll oh, her she eyes and does pop it anymore. Says, told you she didn't have her powers. She turns around and makes the tree branch almost fall on them. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking made her think her family was dead. Like, yeah. fuck all three of you. Right? Like, come on. You were not nice girl. Like Nev Campbell too, especially. Like you were so like I get you but, had such low confidence and all of a sudden. But here's the thing. A lot of girls, like, even though you have that, you still have that internalness that right away you're not gonna be like walking around in like crazy things. Like you might, but at the same time, you might not. And you've been so broken for so long that it's hard for you to get out of wearing that yeah. stuff. And they also followed through Zabalk's character, Nancy, for so long and behaved the way they did because of Nancy for so long that that's really just like alpha mean girl yeah. projecting onto the other two, like her, yeah. her wing girls, like Gretchen and what's her face? Um, Amanda Seyfried's Karen. Yeah, Karen. Karen and Gretchen in Mean Girls to yeah. to Rachel McAdams, um, Georgina or George, Georgina? Regina. 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 Regina, right. Royalty. Regina, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, they just have to learn how to be nice again. That's all. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so we did not mention the what? Terror Treehouse episodes of the Treehouse of Horrors. Frighteners. I don't know if you ever saw that one with Michael J. Fox. It was one of Peter Jackson's first movies, too, before Lord of the Rings. I have to look at it once I He's got like about. he fights. He like he's a ghost fighter or something like that. He goes into people's houses and he's like, "Oh, there's ghosts here," because he's working with like he can see ghosts. And then there's one particular ghost that's going around and causing a muck and like killing a bunch of people randomly. And he's just some evil ghost. The movie poster looks familiar. The tragic car accident that kills his wife, man, discovers he can communicate with the dead to con people. However, when a demonic spirit appears, he may be the only one who can stop it from killing the living and the dead. Does not sound familiar. Oh, it was so the, good. The movie poster looks familiar, but I remember Danielle got it on VHS one year, and it was—it's actually really. And then we found it like way later. It's Peter, one of Peter Jackson's like first movies. It's like, dude, that's pretty cool. It was really good. It was what's his, what's what? his face? Oh, looked familiar. I might have seen it when I was younger. It did come out in '96, so. And then speaking of meme girls, we all know that like they basically kind of sort of changed or made known about adult Halloween. Because, you know, they're like, oh, Halloween is basically oh. for all girls to slut it up and put up ears and whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you notice, like after 2004, it seemed like that was what a lot of costumes ended up being. So I kind of feel Sorry. like that that yeah. remark and mean girls kind of started the sexy costume. I don't think it was always there, but it just kind of yeah, made it to a more forefront. Came out, what, oh, four, right? Yeah. So I would have been 21 that year. You would have been 19, 19, which was yeah. the year I did and the dark angel costume and you did I, the red corset one. Yeah. I was a sexy grim reaper, which so I, again, sexy costumes and my cape, my, my, my wrap, my cloak, did it come out black? It came out like a light, like charcoal gray. <laughs> and I had like this little dollar store, like Sith. Yeah, and then I did like the heavy makeup and everything like that, and I eventually just took the cape off, left with this, and I was just like, meh. It is what it is. Like my black, like black skirt, my fishnet stockings, black boots. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Those were the days. Those photos, I think, are still like the first early ones on our Facebook somewhere. Yeah, I still have that corset too. That tells you how long ago this was, people. First Facebook photos. Two thousand seven, baby. Yep. Two thousand seven was when I joined Facebook, and the only reason I joined Facebook was to keep in constant contact with Danielle when we were planning our England trip. Oh, okay. <laughs> and 14 years later, I still have it. So what else about okay. Halloween? So you had a comment. All right. So I have a comment that I have noticed between 
my 12 and 15 year old stepkids and my 12 year old nephew whom I saw yesterday. When did 12 year olds think they're too old to trick or treat? What the fuck is that? What kind of world have we, have we turned our world? What, what happened? Like, what have we turned our world into where 12 year olds think they're too fucking old to go trick or treating? Because they all want to grow up too fast or because there's apparently some unwritten rule that they can't go trick or treating past a certain age because we fucking went till forever. Riley told me this. She said that she doesn't know if she's going to go trick or treating this year. Not that she's not too, not that she's too old, but she just doesn't feel like going. Yeah. And then my sister, Aaron, told me that her son Lincoln is not going because he thinks that he is too old to go trick or treating, but too young to go trick or treating by himself. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, my response to both of these comments was, I trick or treated until I was 21 because I fucking could. Why would you think any age is too old to go get free candy? I wouldn't care how old you were. If you were 30, you were 16, 47, I don't care. You dress up in a costume, put some effort into it, ring my doorbell, say trick or treat, I will fucking give you some candy. Because I, there are much worse things you could be out doing. On Halloween night. Yep, but, like Devil's but, Night doesn't even exist anymore. No, no. You Not might get even a little bit. You might in the city like, get an occasional person maybe. just because they, and they grab a pumpkin and throw it because they're being stupid. That's really all it is. It's not even really I've done that. But I never pumpkin smashed until after Halloween. Because ah. that, yeah, it's too, it's not nice. Yeah. You're yeah. ruining someone's pumpkin. It's not cool. Yeah. That kid, that house could have like a two-year-old in it and you just fucking broke that two-year-old's heart. Exactly. Good for you. How do you, how does that make you feel? How do you sleep Well, night? they smashed the pumpkin. They clearly didn't fucking care. But anyway. Oh, we didn't actually talk about <laughs> pumpkin carving. Oh, that used to be like my favorite part of (laughs) of Halloween. Taking the scoop and me and Kevin the last yeah, we still got a pumpkin, handful of fucking pumpkin guts. I mean, sometimes Uh, it's kind of gross, but at the same time, it's all part of the experience. But you gotta get the 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 metal. Like they give you those stupid plastic ones, but they don't scrape the side well enough. You gotta get your metal metal spoon, spoon, and you gotta get in and scrape those edges nice and fucking clean. Yep. Like you literally just carve the top yep. layer of the, of the, uh, the pumpkin off like the, yeah. the skin, the inside. Yeah. I just love that. Especially like once in a while, not every year, but once in a while, my mom would bake pumpkin seeds. Oh yes. And they were delicious. Two birds, one yep. stone. And yep. you know what, actually, I think I'm going to try this this year. So I heard a hack about jack-o'-lanterns where instead of cutting the top of the pumpkin off, cut the bottom of the pumpkin off because in that I've way, that way, it, it apparently it does last longer that way. I don't really see how that's possible, but I'm not a scientist. I'm no herbologist or an herbologist or horticulturist, whatever, not by any of that. Right. But anyway, so they say it lasts longer and then not only it um, prevents you from burning your hand, trying to light the candle or like lighting the candle and then putting it in. So you just light the candle and then put the pumpkin on top. Ah, interesting. Yeah. And they always say, look at the stem when choosing a pumpkin. If the stem looks nice and healthy and not dried out or like short or like really short or, or no stem at all or whatever, that makes a good pumpkin. And they're good for about three months off once picked off the vine. Uh, see, so as long as they're not cut into, they will last yes. like three months. I was telling this to Kate the other day. She entered, me and her were going out and we went past Food Basics and they had big pumpkins and they were like $2.99 or something. And I was like, oh, I should get those pumpkins. And she's like, why are you getting your pumpkins now? They're going to rot by Halloween. And I'm like, we don't carve them right now. We just keep We've them. We've had ours in- for like three weeks. Right. You just put them outside so it looks festive and fall like outside, you know? And then you carve right. into them like a week before maybe, like three days, you know? 
Ripley did chew the stem a little bit on one of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, no, because we, I think, oh, no, we don't have the kids for Halloween this year. Oh, that sucks. It's on a Sunday, so you can well, always just come into town. <laughs> no, I know, but I thought we were going to have them this year for Halloween, so we were going to, like, maybe carve the pumpkins with them. Oh. But we can't, we, we'll have them, like, the weekend before Halloween, and that's too soon to yeah. carve a pumpkin for Halloween. If, it's like a full week in advance, right? So Yeah. If you did it the Sunday, it wouldn't like Sunday morning, it might not be so bad. But if you did it like Friday night, yeah, definitely would longer. But I would never bleach my pumpkin to make it last longer because the wildlife will eat your pumpkin at some point while it is out and that will poison them and kill them. So don't yeah. bleach your pumpkin. And then there's the other thing going around Facebook, which Kevin did before anyways, because you know uh if you give deer like if you have leftover pumpkins save them and put them out somewhere in the wildlife for the deers because deers will eat yeah pumpkins. i was gonna actually take mine and like go throw mine in the tree line in my backyard because that's uh we have a deer run in our however backyard. kevin says well he's at the cottage they've got the deer property and he's like i've put pumpkins out there a bunch of times and they've never eaten it on me so what the fudge well i have more wildlife out here than just deer so one something will eat it yeah exactly yeah well, there's plenty of wildlife. We have a fat ass groundhog that lives under our porch. I'm sure it'll enjoy it. It apparently doesn't like right. apples though. I threw like a couple of my apples, like full apples that were bruised and shit. I wasn't going to eat. So I threw yeah. them in my garden and they're still fucking sitting there rotting. Nothing took them. Interesting. <laughs> That's funny. Like not even raccoons. I'm like, I have raccoons in the area. Like, come on. <laughs> Ugh, but yeah. Fucking kids don't want to go trick or treating. It's sad. It's That's sad so sad. So sad terrible. World. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what else about Halloween. We've got some pumpkins. We got movies. We got Halloween of. Oh, I guess we did Treehouse of Horrors. I guess yeah. We didn't really. Me and Kevin this past like week and a half have been doing the marathon of Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Took forever because there is thirty two seasons, but they didn't have it in the first season, so there's thirty one episodes but there's 32 seasons of Simpsons. That's like a season and a half of Simpsons, isn't it? It's, it's a, the, probably, yeah, like 20 something episodes. And then, yeah, so about a season and a half. But it's fun also to watch it because it's such a progression over times. And some of the jokes are so time specific in that era, you wouldn't understand them. What? Unless you mentioned, lived it or something. At the mention of Treehouse Terror, what is the first episode that comes to mind for you? Homer in 3D. When he gets sucked okay. into the black hole episode right. or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. totally forgot about that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and then at the very end, he's walking around in our real world and he's just like, oh, what's this? And then he finds the donuts. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. So, that I think is my favorite. Yeah. Mine is the Nightmare on Elm Street episode with Willie, where or, he comes into the PTA meeting on fire and the lousy, smarch, like, lousy, smart weather. And um, Principal Skinner is like, you know, we'll get to you. We're yeah, interrupting. And he sits in the corner. So he sits in the corner on fire, just all calm. And then he like turns to ashes and he's like, I'll get you guys. And then he takes right. himself out with the, the brush and the broom or the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get that. Yeah. And the other one is also the Homer and Bart the Raven. That's how I learned. I grabbed like oh, the yeah. quote the Raven. Never more. Yeah. Never more. Yep. Never more. Never more. Never more. Yep. Yep. Why you little. Wrap, then, wrap, wrap up on my was, chamber door. Right. And it was always usually the only time you would see Kodos and Kane, the aliens. Yep. yep. Right. They even mentioned that. Why are we only ever in the Halloween episodes and stuff? Yeah, they're I love Kodos and Kane. Because that's all they're good for. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
well sometimes they do i think once or twice when they, if they talk about outer space they'll show them like vaguely or whatever but yeah it's hard to believe that is 30 well that was 32 i think it's 33 this year and i honestly can say i have not seen like an episode past i'm gonna say like season 12 there's a lot of seasons later seasons i have not seen for sure like at least probably the last like, 10 years there are sure. now more episodes of the simpsons that i haven't seen than there than are that i have seen. seen yeah that's fucking mind-blowing considering growing up with the simpsons so there's currently just, on season 33 is what so you it know is. what i might just start binging that right or have it like on in the background like just have it as casual viewing and just see how far i get well, that's exactly like for the first few seasons, you can have it on as casual background because we've seen those episodes probably so many times. Oh, my so God. Remember when Lisa's wedding was in the future still? 2010. That's, where, are, where are holodenic, holodenic trees? Whatever I think called. there's there's some of those also in um, in the Treehouse of Horrors. I think there's a couple where one or two where they went into like 2012 or 2015. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And however, we were just watching because I was watching the uh, Thanksgiving episodes of stuff. So I watched the Slapsgiving episode of How I Met Your Mother, um, obviously, I, obviously. Yes. So I was watching How I Met Your Mother last night. <laughs> and so we were going through and then of course it just plays after. So there's the episode of Stella and he's like, Stella hasn't had sex in five years. The last time that Stella had sex, we just learned about SARS. Oh, God. Oh, geez. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, five years ago, Trump was just taking office. No, I know. Like, it's in, weird. Like, Our time flies now. Time, right? Yeah. Like, that's, it just seems like so much has happened since then. But, like, it doesn't seem like five years, but it does. Like, it's, yeah. Well, look at the, I posted on my memories of Facebook. It was like 13 years for me and Kate. And she's like, are you shitting? I'm like, yep, that's when that was. <laughs> Aaron and I oh. are nine years this weekend. Are we all Halloween talked out? Do we have I think that's a all... new segment to introduce? Yes. So we are going to start having our own little Manel. Now it's time I'm for- Having a hard time talking, Seth. Right? It's terrible. Now it's time for- We talked too long. That's the problem. <laughs> I know. I got mad pasty. Right? I don't have water down here. Um, <laughs> Millennial Jeopardy. Oh, I was gonna go for Wheel of Fortune theme song because that's what I've been watching. There you go. This is Jeopardy. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Me and Kevin were watching them, and it's so funny because they're like 20 years ago stuff is like 80s and things like that. So that's actually where I kind of got the uh, inspiration for our Millennial Jeopardy, everyone. Watching these old episodes of Rock and Roll Jeopardy with Jeff Probst because Kevin watches uh, Survivor and we just watched <laughs> the newest season and then going back and watch, seeing him in that, you're just like, whoa, Jeffy. Whoa, you were so little. YouTube has some. Go and find them. I will look at those. Yeah, I there's will. not a whole bunch, but there's at least enough to satisfy you. At least enough. Um, I love Jeopardy. I fucking love Jeopardy. Yeah, question number one. We don't really have categories. We're just going to do some questions for our Millennial Jeopardy. As we, we got some things to tweak out, but we'll perfect it eventually. Yep, this is our first time trying it and we're going to keep working on it. So if you got suggestions or any things that want to help us out, let us know. So 37 seconds is the fastest recorded time to do this Halloween activity. Ding dong ditch? Nope. Oh. What? You have to say it in the form of a question. Oh, sorry. What is ding dong ditch? <laughs> also incorrect. What is pumpkin carving? 
37 seconds to carve a pumpkin. Fastest Probably pumpkin. Probably like super basic though, right? Could be. They didn't didn't specify, but it okay. just said 37 seconds was the, the record. I'm betting super basic. Kind of already said this one, which is funny, but it's okay. If Did I remember. You, right. Due to the small budget from the studio, this killer's mask, it was a $2 William Shatner mask spray painted white. Mike Myers. Correct. Exactly. No. What is Mike Myers? Aha! <laughs> you technically got it right, but wrong because you didn't say it in the form of a question. <laughs> I don't um, have my 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 podium in front of me with the bright blue lights and like my written name and stuff. Or and the ding. You right need there. a bu the buzzer and so stuff. I, need I know. The buzzer thing. So I, well, I apologize. Next time you do it, we'll just pretend and we'll have our own buzzers in hand so we can like, oh, or something. I, I'll see if I can borrow the game Taboo from my oh. mom. Okay? There you go. <laughs> And then Halloween has its roots in this Gaelic festival that marks the end of harvest season and the beginning of winter. What is All Hallows Eve? No. Um, it is <laughs> no. <laughs> You're trying to be nice about it. Incorrect. No. It Wrong. is <laughs> <laughs> is actually Samhain, which is like a witchcraft or Wiccan festival, which it's what basically people back in the times would dress up and celebrate the harvest. Uh, because it was basically like the end of basically like in Canada, maybe not so much for you in the lower states, but us in the northern states and in Canada, Halloween is basically when it starts to get really freaking cold. So it's kind of the end of your harvest season as you go into your winter season. So they would celebrate on the last day of October and dress up and have a harvest and give out food and all of this stuff. So it was kind of sort of the basis for what Halloween was, but also That's because cool. it was Wiccan witchcraft, we also know how that sort of fails out and why it was, yeah. oh, it's devils and blah, blah, blah. That is our three question millennial Jeopardy for today. I got one right, but I didn't get it right because I didn't form it in a question. That's okay. We'll, just, we'll have the buzzers and then we'll get back I should have known the... better. I watched Jeopardy. I should fucking know better. Right. Right. It's true, but my own damn fault. <laughs> yes. And so we were going to hope to continue this one going forward. We shall. Mm -hmm. And I think on that note, that is our Halloween special is maybe. This might, yeah, be <laughs> this might end up being two episodes because it's really freaking long. We'll, we'll see uh, how it adds it. But yeah. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on this uh, Halloween conversation. Yep. And for those I of you taking your you listening. For those of you taking your kids out, stay safe, uh, wear bright clothes or reflectors. Glow sticks are also awesome. And fun. And then, and then because we're still in COVID time, stay safe, social distance, and wear your masks as best as you can, people. But keep it fun. Be nice it's a and great be time. to each other. It's have fun for the kids. It, and it's a great way to get exercise and walk. And please do not rip your kids off with the, with the, kid, the candy tax. I mean, charge them candy tax, yeah. But don't gouge them. Right. Don't actually be the government. Right. Like, that's just mean. Be be a nice parent to your kids in the candy tags. And and don't be like Jimmy Kimmel and tell them you took away their candy. You don't I'm want to sure see I'm sure that's reactions. traumatizing. Right? I'm right? so traumatized as a child if my parents did that. I know. Just kidding. Just you. kidding. There it is. It's like I would literally seriously have major trust issues from that Yes. Yep. absolutely there's a reason kids have certain issues and it stems from stuff like this we blame you jimmy kimmel <laughs> we all have that one thing we hold over our parents it's fine they've yep. they were we all have something right i know they were bullies to us to teach us good morals and be good adults but we still gotta recently, have something on you i recently brought mine up to my parents a few weeks ago and neither of them remember that was actually a really big turning point in my life 
with my relationship with my parents and neither of them remembered. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes I, I lost, I lost my trust in a, like a lot of trust in adults that day. Right. Not blaming totally on my parents. Cause they were just a very minuscule part of the whole situation. Yeah. But it's still but, just, it was all part of it. It's yeah. Still, a, <laughs> I was like, come on. As a but kid, no, that being said though, my parents are the absolute oh, best yes. fucking parents ever. Like yes. fucking ever. They are just the best people. I fucking love my parents. But there's certain points in our former years growing up as a child that you look back on now and it's like, okay, that's where everything changed. That's, that's it. <laughs> whether it's your parents, whether it's friendships, even whether it's relationships, you're just like, okay, that's where, that's where things went, went wrong. <laughs> yep. Hindsight is 2020 for a reason. And on that note, uh, we wish everybody a happy Halloween. Um, stay safe everybody watch some movies and some specials with your kids we know they're on all of the streaming services and and don't let your kids play in leaf piles by the road and check for razor blades and edibles and if you find them send them to me yes have a great night guys and ghouls have a good night podcast world Bye. bye